Look, anyone who listens to this program knows that Jack and I are big truck guys. Sure, neither of us drives a truck, but we wish we did. You could pull stuff, move stuff, and show everyone that you're an American. And that's really what we're all about. Most of you listening to this are just getting your licenses and probably want a truck too. Driving a truck is awesome, but buying a truck is usually not awesome. That's where our friends at Frontier Ford come in. I bought my car at Frontier Ford, and after being around the people there, the one thing they do is make it quick and easy. They support the show, so help them out and show them some love. You can get a delicious latte. Everyone knows we're big coffee guys, too. Well, you check out the F-150s. It's the best-selling car in America, and with its killer towing power, you'll see that that's for a reason. When it's time to buy your truck, head down to Frontier Ford on Stevens Creek Boulevard in San Jose, and remember to tell them that Nick sent you. Thanks. Now it's time for the show. Fine gentlemen at Maka Media, at the forefront of media and FFRAC frack, we got that gas, the natural gas, present to you Maka Radio. Two modern pirates taking on the biggest stories, making mincemeat out of politics and everything else under the sun. And here they are now, the six-foot ginger and his short companion, Jack Morris and Nicholas Coker. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to Moker Drive Time Radio on 16 or 1650 AM KBCP. It is 813 AM in the morning. All right. Of course... I'm Nick, we got Jack in the <coughs> studio, and uh, this is your Week in Review. Morning, Jack. Good morning. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to get through today, um, which is always a good thing. Uh, and I would just want to start, we're going to hit back to uh, 21 Savage Salute, because uh, this, this ain't over yet. Uh, 21 Savage is pretty much just still fighting... Um, Immigrations and customs. Is he still in the U.S.? He's still in the U.S. He's you know actively fighting his um, deportation. But he's in custody, right? But he's he's in custody. But from his Twitter and stuff, they're tweeting this stuff out. Um, Who's tweeting it? His team. He, probably his okay. his clique, okay. uh, his entourage. And you know they they're they're saying that this is an issue of um, you know black immigrants and stuff and and he's an American as anyone so that's sort of the angle now he's owning it but he's saying you know I deserve to be here you know what what my dream for him is to just come out and start talking with a British accent I think that's what everyone's hoping for at this point start releasing British rap yeah. maybe own it up get a flat in London yeah and you know get like a Union Jack suit or something yeah the whole nine yards. Or if he stays in America, start flying a Union Jack instead of an American flag, you know, that whole thing. But why I wrote this down was um, supposedly, for whatever reason, ICE can't seize his assets or his cash. And it made me think back to that song he's got because, you know, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight M's in his bank account. So he's got $8 million in his bank account and ICE think more cannot touch it. At this point... Especially after that song came out. Yeah, that song probably, that song maybe yeah. turned it into like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten M's in my bank account. I would account. guess more. Because that, that was a big hit. That was a big hit. I think he won, uh, I don't know. Okay, that was the other thing I wrote down. Well, no, neither of us watched the Grammys. What he should have said is I got not one, two, 
You know, start with not. <laughs> not. Go full British. Yeah, you know, like uh, one, yeah. two, pick up sticks. Yeah, uh, Grammys were bad. I didn't watch. I didn't watch. I heard that I actually watched a, a couple minutes of it, but it. Sometimes I'd watch, sometimes I wouldn't. I just remember when, like, I thought LL Cool J would host it every year. Like, I thought that that was the thing. Uh, I, I would, think Alicia Keys did a fine job. I right? was hoping for Eric Andre. Eric Andre hosted the Grammys would be pretty cool. I saw a tweet saying that Alicia Keys is the highest functioning stoner in the world, but I, I mean, I didn't really know what that meant. Maybe she, I guess she was high. I don't know. Uh, but that's uh, that moves into our next thing: um, weekend watches. And so I have written down. Neither mm-hmm. of us watched the Grammys. If, actually, if you're listening, call in right now. Tell us what happened. I had a great watch over the weekend. Rom-com drum about time, 2013. It's a good movie. What What was it? It's called About Time, and it's a rom-com drum. Oh. I thought the movie was about time. The movie's called About Time. Is there the classic rom rom-dramedy um, where there's sort of like a supernatural aspect. Like I'm thinking about 13 going on 30 yeah, when yeah. she ends up in a 30-year-old's body. Does that sort of thing happen? You can, well, I'm not Don't really going to spoil it. it, but he has a power. Ooh. Uh, is that like that new one, What Men Want, where she can read men's minds? Because that, that one seems kind of funny. Well, all men want is one thing, and it's disgusting. That's a meme, by the that's way. A meme. That's not. That's that, not my own original. No, that thought. that was a verbal meme. No, I remember because then yeah. it was a tweet, and then um, then people would put pictures yeah. below it. That's not my intellectual property. Uh, verbal meme: <clears throat> All men want one thing, and it's disgusting. And then it's the movie poster for what men want, because all men want to see that movie. Probably not, actually. I mean, usually a, com- a rom-com or a rom-dramedy isn't, like, you know, that gets labeled a chick flick. I also like rom It was a good movie. It had a good message. It's also 100% rom-com season because a lot of rom-coms center around Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Even though I don't think, like, most people care. Do our listeners care? Are our listeners rom-com drum I don't know if I know our demo that well, but I hope they're sort of like the French where when it comes to love and expression for their partners or for their others or whatever we we call them now, uh, the lovers, it's not about a commercial holiday, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't think we do Valentine's Day because we don't need a date to show love to one another. We don't need to pay corporate America... To show someone that we love them. I don't know about the female. It's so sad that love is completely commercialized. Well, I don't. I, I don't. I I don't think it is like a. I think if we're going full stereotype, it's like you can't forget it because of the women. But I don't think like it's like most dudes freak out over Valentine's Day. No, maybe like a locket and a dinner. Yeah, totally sufficient in my book. Yeah, it's like P.F. Chang's got to get you know? this. P.F. Chang's great place to go. Yeah. Well, actually, my family had a bad experience at P.F. Chang's recently. Were you not there? I was not there. I think we were out. Let's see. I don't, uh, what did I watch? I watched a couple of Bond movies. You only live twice, live and let die. Um, I watched Conan Takes Cuba. I don't know why. I think I just wanted to watch Bourdain, but I ended up watching this thing I saw it on Netflix. It's like Conan does, does some travels, and in this one he went to Cuba, so I thought it'd be interesting Cuba, you know. But the whole show was shot like Conan. Like, there was laugh tracks and stuff, Ugh. and he was just on the whole time, and it it was probably a live audience, but I just wasn't, didn't fully have it. So then I watched actual Bourdain, Bourdain in the French Alps. It, it was pretty cool. He's scared of Swiss people. Why? He likes the Italians a lot, and the Swiss are sort of the antithesis of the Italians. Like, even with my experience being Swiss and and, and knowing Swiss people, they're not... um, They're pretty cold, almost like the Germans. They're they're pretty cold people. On top of being physically cold, they don't like hugging. They don't like expressing anything in that way. They're not very personable people. They're all very engineering. 
I like that. Yeah, the, you you would vibe with the Swiss. I, I could see you vibing with the Swiss. And he was also afraid of yodeling. Bourdain is? Yeah. Does he, um, did he do the Alphorn? He didn't do the Alphorn, but he did go skiing on a glacier, and it was it was pretty amazing because <clears throat> halfway down the mountain, they stopped at a restaurant. Yeah, those are cool. But, I, I like, mean, it was a beautiful restaurant. I always like the restaurants on top of ski hills. They do it real deal. Never been to one. On, on the glaciers. But I like the idea of that. The idea is cool. Yeah. Sure. Um, Bryce Harper. Uh, $1 billion contract. $1 billion contract, as that one dude said at the Nationals game. What game was it? Nats game. I have no idea. Jack overheard yeah, I, someone saying at a Nats game that it was going to be a billion-dollar contract. Nats, Giants. Nats, Giants. Yeah. Well, he might be going to the Giants. Uh, that's the big story here. And the story of how they figured that out is actually pretty interesting. No cap. Giants are going to sign Bryce Harper because they have no cap. They got no cap. And no cap. No like, cap. it's going to no, happen. No cap. Giants have no cap. There's no cap to the amount that he's going to get paid. No cap. I love how we go through a phase of hating on a thing initially, and then it gets long enough that we could use it ironically, and then we adopt it and kill it. Like, us saying no cap right there proves that no cap is fully dead. Like, yeah. no de- no cap is no cap, no cap is dead. Maybe Michael Ahan would say it, but... <laughs> that was like a ricochet shot, damn. <laughs> but uh, the way they figured out Bryce Harper's meeting with the Giants is uh, someone spotted the Giants CEO in a casino in Vegas. And we're like, hey, what are you doing here? And then they pieced together that it was to meet with Bryce Harper because he's a, he's a Vegas, Vegas Mormon. And um, Yeah, and so is Chris Bryant. You always say that when I say that Bryce Harper. I feel like we have a, a way of saying Bryce Harper is a, a Vegas Mormon. I'm sure Casey has some Vegas Mormon cousins. Um, I mean, he's a Vegas sports guy. But that's pretty interesting. And then on the flip side, Kyler Murray is just 100% going to the NFL. Dagger to the heart of the MLB and MLB fans. He put he put a six-inch blade in the heart of an MLB fan and twisted it. I, was, I started convincing myself because of my uncle's buddies in the A's operation. They said that they're trying to get him. They said that he's huge, he's muscular, he's crazy fast. They were really trying to get him, and the A's are still trying to get him. But then I was thinking they could totally pay him that much because imagine what a draw that would be. Mm-hmm. He, would be he would be playing in the MLB almost immediately, and people would for sure go out and see him. Yeah. But does the Coliseum have the clout to attract new crowds? I don't think the Oakland A's have the clout to get Kyler Murray in general. Can you imagine? I mean, Heisman Trophy winner on the A's? I'm an A's fan. I don't know if the A's got that clout. But I think we're getting a bit of clout because I saw someone tweeted, I retweeted it, um, you know, tough blow to our uh, to the Yankees' longtime rivals, the Oakland A's. And I was thinking in my head... I don't know if this guy is trying to be condescending or sarcastic, but there is a little bit of an A's-Yankees rivalry because the A's have always had a reputation as being a Yankees farm team. Yeah. We lose a lot of guys to the Yanks. It's just the way the system works. I don't know if, I don't know if you could change it. No, it's because there's no cap, and some teams can afford it and some teams can't. No cap. No cap, though. The, the A's do do a good job with it. I mean... Billy Bean, <clears throat> Billy Bean lost his magic touch five years ago. So he lost his magic touch. Hey, what, you got to stop. Like you can't say that at this point. Like he, come on. All right, they had a good season last. Season, I don't know if people like it when we talk about sports. I don't know if I can leave this in the podcast. It's All right, you could cut it out. I'm not worried about it. I think we have to leave it in. Well, if they're not going to care, might as well cut it out. Well, no one talks to me about... Well, I guess people don't talk to me about particular... Well, whatever. Um, Space update. Of course, we had to do a space update. Mm -hmm. Elon gets intimate with Mars. Yeah, I saw that. um, I kept retweeting this. I saw he said, um, thank God it's not November. Yeah. And then I saw, like, three days later, he said, I still want to, like, bust a peanut... That seemed desperate to me. Okay. For the the publicity. So let's, let's hit what people... 
if, if people don't know what we're talking about, here's how the conversation goes down on Twitter. I don't know who runs Mars Twitter, but they run it like it's Mars itself tweeting. That's mm-hmm. important to know. So here's the conversation. Mars, I don't want you, only Elon. Elon r- responds with Twitter. I want you too, baby. And then I retweet that. So then he deletes that and then does a better response. Send me some pics and I'll be right over. And then the sultry winking emoji, like, hey, you know, he's, he's winking. So that was kind of funny. But then Mars sends pictures of its surface. This is also like a, a, a verbal meme. And then along with the pleasure, sweat, slash dodged a bullet emoji, you know, where it's yeah. the beat of sweat. Thank goodness it's not November. Yeah, so he was playing off of this No Nut November, which mm-hmm. I've never been on. I don't find that that funny, the whole No Nut November thing. But irregardless, and then, yeah, the uh, and then he was still waiting on it. And he's like, yeah, this makes me want to bust a peanut. What is this guy on? You think that it was like DMT. publicity? I don't even think so. Like, I think it was just him trying to be funny. But, it, but I think it was kind of funny. I think first people hate him. I don't hate him. I like Alon a lot. Aaron likes him. Yeah, well, yeah, he, he, oh, he's an alpha, whatever. Aaron's big on alphas. Well, we'll hit him on a guy that Aaron considers king alpha in a second. But I think alpha to him just means a lot of money. Like, I don't think there's any billionaires who are betas in his book. When in reality, there definitely are. Yeah. Uh, like Bloomberg. But, I mean, you can't be mad at this, Jack. I don't think you can accuse this of being publicity because, let's be frank, if he's going to be the guy to do it, you want us to go to the moon. You want to go to the... Or you want to go to Mars. You want us to go to Mars. I want me to go to Mars. You want you to go to Mars. If Elon's going to be the guy, we have to embrace him as our leader. We have to embrace yeah, anyone okay. who's going to go to space, even if it's sure. the federal government, which usually we wouldn't be cool on, but we're cool with the space thing. It costs a lot. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, under I, the gun, name two songs that start with P. Um, Penny Lane and... Um, I always get one of them. I can never get the second. Penny Lane was actually good and quick. I'm actually bad at that one. Like, I couldn't think of it, and then I had to go into, like, my music and, like, search, like, Pete. Let's see. What's a good one? Uh, Polka. Panama. Oh, yeah. Okay. Paranoid. I don't God, Under the Gun is just a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It really is a phenomenon. I can only ever get one of the two. Yeah. Or, like, half. The update to two was a thing that I did to make it difficult. But, yeah... You, you always it, you'll always get close, and then you'll always think of one. You know, like you'll never not. They're never impossible. No, but they become impossible in that environment, which is interesting. Um, so, speaking of space billionaires, this week in Bezos, big week in Bezos. I wish we big. could have been in here. Big week in. We Bezos. could have a whole Bezos podcast. We could actually. Yeah, you know how. Some some podcasts we listen to kind of spin off and then do kind of more focused podcasts. So like um, Radio Lab is when I listen to, and they have a show called More Perfect, which is just about Supreme Court cases. Yes, we could do this week in Bezos in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when this stuff goes away. Also, this week in Chapo. Yeah, but that's gonna actually we could do. Jack and I, well, I don't know if we should we should um, publicize this yet, but we have this thing coming. It's um, it's an episode of the podcast Serial. I hope you guys are somewhat familiar with it. Maybe you can go listen to season one of Serial to prepare you for it. But we're going to do Serial, and we might just have to do Serial on El Chapo. I kind of like the idea dive of Dive into his story. Yeah, and tell it in the style of Serial. So we've got some parody podcasts coming up. But this week in Bezos which would be a great podcast. Uh, Bezos actually did do an alpha move. He did a move that I respected quite a bit. I thought it was a cool move. I told Jack right when I heard it, I was going to wait for radio, but I couldn't. Let's go back. Bezos had the text leaked. That's the origin of This Week in Bezos. And then he had the penis picture that the National Enquirer said was too risque to print. Obviously, this led to Bezos' divorce, so he had a private investigator look into it. They're tying it back to Lauren Sanchez, who is his mistress, her brother. 
and they're tying this all back to Donald Trump. So what happened is, yeah, so what happened is Bezos uh, has this report, and he owns the Washington Post. Mm -hmm. So he said, I'm going to publish this in the newspaper. And Brian Pecker, who is the National Enquirer guy, he runs National Enquirer, who is friends with Trump, said, if you release this report, we're going to print your penis picture. And Brian Pecker works for the Inquirer? He runs the Inquirer. Friend of Trump. Bezos copies and pastes the email, puts it into a Medium article, and tweets it out, hey, I'm being extorted right now. And everyone just loses their mind. They're like, wow, what an idiot, uh, this Brian Pecker guy trying to extort the richest man in the world. I think that that guy will just do anything, frankly, you know, whatever. That's how that company works. But Trump hates Bezos. Why? Because he com- he's, like, hurting the Postal Service, right? Because Amazon has mm-hmm. by far the most – they run yeah. e- e-commerce, and Amazon is trying to develop their own delivery company. They use FedEx. They use UPS, famously, but they don't use the U.S. Postal Service. So Trump has this vendetta. And so they're saying that he was – Brian Pecker was trying to cover up for the fact that Trump wanted to make Bezos look bad or make him get divorced or whatever. So there might be this huge cover-up going on. But scratch that. The New York Post drops the headline, Bezos exposes Pecker, which is maybe the funniest headline I've ever read. I've always wanted to write headlines. I try to think of headlines for things. But that just takes the cake, right? Because the guy's name is Brian Pecker. Bezos exposed yeah. him for trying to extort him. But a Trump conspiracy in this would be a big deal. If Trump somehow orchestrated Bezos's loss of half of his wealth. And just if Donald Trump is one of the few people <clears throat> who's seen Bezos's penis picture, that's kind of funny. Like, I wonder yeah. if on white, in the White House, in the Oval Office, if Donald Trump was just... So Donald Trump's just the godfather of... American big business. Kind of, yeah. Which is weird. Like, you'd think that he'd let a guy like Bezos fly. But he's try- if he's trying to run the federal government like a business, Bezos is a competitor. And Bezos is a Democrat. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but he also doesn't want 90% of his income taxed. I don't think... We're not going to talk about the in-on woman and, and, and AOC, but... That's not this t- kind of type of podcast. This isn't... Even though we say we're going to make mincemeat out of politics, we're talking about ASB politics. More on that to come, but... Uh, this isn't an AOC, Ilhan Omar no, podcast. No, we, we don't get worked up about that, because I actually don't think... I don't even like thinking about that stuff, and I don't think most people do. Um, personal Space Invaders. That was a pretty good headline. I wrote that one. Delta Diet Coke. Did you read about this? Um, Delta Airline? Yeah. So Delta started giving these cocktail napkins out on flights sponsored by Diet Coke. And they said, because you're on a a plane full of people, you never know. Ellipses, you know, dot, dot, dot. And then it said phone number. It had a blank space and it said phone number, line, um, seat number, line on the napkins. So the idea was... You could write your phone number and write your section and then give it – maybe get give give it to the stewardess to give it to someone else in the flight or whatever. Try to pick up guys or girls or whatever you're going to do on the flight. I like, I like that they're trying to make an airplane more fun. I wholeheartedly I, – I agree. Make planes more fun. Creepy, 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 creepy. Creepy, yeah, but – Okay, it's, it's like cool. occasionally, I guess you get a good-looking person on the airplane, but let's let's be realistic. It's everyone in society, and it's you get a lot of weirdo. Like you get a lot of people on planes that I would not be sitting around. You for. get a lot of guys on iPads. You get a lot of guys on iPads, but you get a lot of weird people, especially if you're going like, you know, if they're gonna go on a connecting flight at the airport to like the middle of nowhere. You get a lot of weird people on airplanes that you would not be sitting around longer than like a couple of minutes, but you're stuck in this capsule with them. And then you give them this thing where they could try and like pick you up. Like, I don't think you need to endorse that. I don't know if I would put my phone number down though. You, okay. Let's, let's break this down. If we're talking about, we're making it fun. You would write your seat number and, and, you know, go to the stewardess. Hey, give it to that 16 year old girl over there. I would not do that. No, I would not say I would not say give this to that 16 year old girl. 
that's creepy. Creepy. You're gonna specific. try and pick up a woman. If I wouldn't do this right now, maybe in ten years, if I'm single, I would. But as a 17-year-old, no, I would not try to pick up a girl on a plane. I just think it's, like, weird and creepy because, one, if you're, like, weirded out by it, you're stuck on the air. Like, it doesn't make it better. It's like you can't leave the bar, right? Yeah. You can't leave the party. <laughs> you're, you're, you're stuck. And then maybe, you like, you cross out the thing and then you get you hang give it yeah. to another one. That That's where I get a weird vibe with this. Like, no, I don't, it's, it's I don't definitely th- weird. I don't think you could condone this. If we're talking rom-coms, meeting on an airplane is out of rom-com heaven, right? That's that's sort of a perfect or meeting in an elevator or like a misconception, like a missed connections type thing, or you know, if you go to the airport with the roses, I, I don't know. Yeah, but it has to happen. Mm-hmm. This this like it's not it's not meant to be. It would on it would, an it, would it would only be fun if like everyone is doing it. Like literally, everyone is if it's like just a speed dating. If like, it's like a, yeah, if it's like val- if it's like Valentine's Day in, in middle school where you give everyone the freaking cards. Like if everyone's writing on these and <sighs> hey, give it to her, and it's just across the airplane. And then yeah, you know, you're giving your your number and seat out, and everyone all sh- of a sudden you, you see a four hundred pound man with a with a but he wants to get wiped walking up to you. This is exactly where I tied this and why I wrote it down. I don't know why that's not in my notes. I was thinking maybe... <laughs> well, I would, I would say the guy would get his butt wiped with the freaking napkin. <laughs> but, yeah, this dude wouldn't even get the stewardesses to do it. He would he would, he would try get and you. get you to do it. You, you go into the bathroom with this guy thinking you're going to have a fun time, and he's like, drops trowel, and is like, hey, can you wipe, wipe my, my butt? butt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my... We just take that in an amazing direction. We need to animate that. I want to animate that. That's going to be our clip. That's how I'm going to promote this episode. It's going to be a clip. That's it's going to be that clip. Um, holy moly, that's funny. I think this is yeah only funny if everyone's going back and forth and everyone's shuffling around seats. You know, like all of mm-hmm. a sudden you you're sitting next to the woman. I don't know. Speed dating airplane. Everyone needs to sign up for it. If you're on a regular flight. Because you know they don't like the, or like like they say that like the cat calling stuff is like in a, you know whatever. Well, like on the old airplanes, there's smoking section, non-smoking. They would section. have a bar yeah. in old planes. If you're sitting at the bar, they have a bar in modern planes. Yeah, some of them. Not on Delta. Business and upper class. Yeah, but not on A three eighties and seven four seven. I know. Yeah, upstairs. I know. Well, you have to go up. I've flown on seven. And you, you um, go upstairs. You get to the you get to the nice levels, and they have a bar. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. If you're sitting at the bar, it's almost like you're there to talk to people and you're the, you like you know what that's about. And that's a fun environment and some people like it, some people don't. If you're on an airplane, I don't think you're like opening yourself up to this. No. You're not. Okay, this is a headline I wrote that's not as funny. This just doesn't work that well. I'm reading it now. I'm like, wow, I could have tried a little harder. Ariana Puck Day. It's supposed to be Ariana Grande. I don't know. Someone, someone dug up a, a newspaper in Boca Raton from, you know, years, maybe 20 years uh, ago. From Boca. From Boca. I didn't know Ariana was from, from Boca. She's from Boca? We'll hit upon it. Five-year-old fine after being struck the second time. A real cutie in a red Panthers jersey, tiny Ariana Grande attracts plenty of attention when she sits in the first row beneath the penalty box. Attention from the officials, from the players, from fellow Panthers fans. But the five-year-old Boca Raton kid who has gone to just about every home game since she turned two also attracts pucks. Yep, hockey pucks. What's the hockey team in Boca? There's There's no no hockey hockey team team in Boca, Boca. but what team? Like Hurricanes or what? No, it's um, the, the Jacksonville Panthers. Oh. Wait, no, it's not Jacksonville. Yeah, I don't... Uh, where do the Florida Panthers play? Miami at Metropolitan Area. Okay. I didn't... I don't know hockey that well. Uh, so she got hit. <laughs> One, it's cool that she was like a hockey fan. She was sitting at first row behind the penalty box, which is where everyone wants to sit in the hockey arena. Yeah, so this proves that she's been legit for her, her whole life. She's been yeah. legit. 100%. Yeah, you, Five-year-old having gone having go- gone to every game since they were two. In, in, I mean, in badass seats, yeah. and then she got hit by pucks twice. I always, you know, 
I've gotten a puck at a hockey game, but not a puck that went over in game. You bought a puck? No, we know Joe. So sometimes he'll you walk down before mm. practice and he'll flip a puck up for you, for the kids, whatever. Um, yeah, she's. I like that. She's been legit for a long time. Mm-hmm. But also, like, that's a special type of person, especially in America, especially in Miami, Mi- Miami, Bienvenidos a Miami, uh, to like be a hockey season ticket holder, right? Like, you know the the, the guys in San Jose who are like shark season ticket owners and they're expensive whatever but and those are real expensive seats but she was doing that i'm sure she still likes hockey why don't people talk about that do you think she embraces her hockey now just no, like do you think it's that not part will, of her new identity will smith doesn't embrace being the nido samiami anymore no it's not it's not part of her new identity yeah this is uh today's moral dilemma but also a russian tales Mm. Russia may kill 52 polar bears invading homes after ice melts. So there's this village in Russia, and because of, uh, you know, a colder winter, the ice that the polar bears live on is melting. So these polar bears... A colder winter? A warmer winter. Sorry. As a result, these these bears are running through this town, terrorizing this village, which bears scary with people, especially polar bears. They're vicious. But come on, can you imagine just like shooting fifty-two polar bears in the head? I okay, so that's no. why it's a moral dilemma. But also, this happened in Russia, and it's pretty Russian. I didn't know that there were like polar bears in Russia, but there must be something. Oh going yeah, on. Of course. I, I didn't. This read is the that. this is the easiest moral dilemma you've given me. Um, <laughs> like this was not easy. I don't even know where I stand on this now. But go ahead. No, the clear best option is to tranquilize them and bring them to like either a zoo or to a north to the North Pole, give them, like, a couple seals to munch on for a month or two. Like, why can't you just tranquilize them and bring them elsewhere? Why do you have to kill them? I agree. I've seen enough of those. There's only, like, a couple thousand left in the wild, so... Yeah, that's the issue, right? So I've seen... That's why this is, like, a serious issue. I've seen uh, whatever planet Earth uh, that focuses on the polar bears with the great... I mean, yeah. I remember March of the Penguins. That was so sad. I get sad when I see the videos of starving polar bears. Yeah. That's sad. So have you you've seen those movies where they don't have these icebergs anymore, so they just have to swim, and they can't swim. They can swim. They can, but they can't survive out and about, so they just find them stranded out in the ocean, and they can't survive. You know, they're, they're classified as marine mammals. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. So what do you think the future of the polar bear is? They're not going extinct. Conservationists wouldn't let that happen. But these... St- I was going to say a bad word because that's where I'm at with Russia, right? You, you don't pop them in the head. Yeah. That would be horrible. You don't need one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight shooters ready to gun them down, to quote 21 Savage. You don't. No, bring them to a wildlife sanctuary, give them a seal, set them on their way. I think maybe the issue is, is just because that isn't easy. Well, they do it with elephants. I'm sure that some sort of conservation group is going to pop up in there and do that. I, I'd be down for that. I agree. We're not going to kill them. No. Also, um, one kind of cool thing though that's happening is they're going into like the mainland of Alaska, breeding with grizzly bears and making roller bears, which are like a swirly white-brown kind of... Really? Yeah, look up roller bear. Everyone look up roller bear with us. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. It's pretty cool. Both in captivity and in the wild. So they they can do that, which I actually didn't... I w- well, maybe I would imagine. But Well, they are similar, just only different in color, and, like, polar bears are a bit bigger. Yeah. That's something you, you would not mess with that at all. Well, I would the, ne- the biggest bear is a Kodiak bear. Yeah, but I've seen like I've seen videos of dudes hunting those successfully, and I've seen videos of dudes getting chased by those Kodiak bears. Yeah. A guy filmed himself getting chased by a Kodiak bear. He was like hunting whatever bow hunting, and then the thing like bow hunting a bear. I, th- I don't think he was trying to hunt the bear. You got okay. We'll find that video after this. Man, I think the future of the polar bears is uh, breed them in captivity, train them to go back in the wild. If they don't you know, know the, the issue is the habitat right now. Like where they are naturally, there's ice melting. I know, but like 
you're going to have to train them to live on the mainland. Um, and then we'll see in 50, 100 years what this whole climate change deal is like. And then depending on that, you can put them back on the ice. Okay. Uh, this is a loaded phrase on the show, but Cardi puts it back on offset. Um, and kisses like a 12-year-old who doesn't know how to make out yet. Is that a quote? No, I wrote that. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I, everyone probably saw this. Everyone was probably talking about this. We didn't watch the Grammys. We didn't, obviously, we didn't watch the red carpet for the Grammys. But Cardi was seen in public back with Offset, which I think has happened before. But this time they go, Cardi, Offset. And then they get together. Did you, you saw it, right? I think she broke up with them for publicity. Or I think that they never actually broke up. I think that they're both not very smart and they just don't care either way. She I'm, said saying, that, I'm just taking your take. Oh. Well, she said that she stayed with him for the kid. I don't know why I fall. Like, I don't read. Like, I read the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, how do you know all of this? I, I didn't know any of this. I don't really know. It's weird that it's that, like... Have you been looking at those Snapchat stories that follow pop culture? No. I don't even do that. I read Barstool. They kind of talk about it. But I did see the video of them kissing when the cameras... When they said, hey, Cardi, offset. And um, she goes... She sticks out her tongue like Gene Simmons and kind of wiggles it around. And then he sticks out her tongue. And then they meet at the end. He sticks out her tongue? He sticks out his tongue. Okay. <laughs> that was a nice correction. Well... It's it's not too far off that it's not he, that doesn't make sense. He sticks his hand in her mouth and pulls out her tongue. Yeah, I'd be surprised, but not shocked if that actually happened. That would be a cooler version of what they did because he just stuck out his tongue independently. If they if they did a sort of like arm ring where they pulled out each other's and tongues and then tongues. met yeah. and swirled oh. them around, or did it with chopsticks, I'd be into that. I'd vibe with that. But yeah, no, this reminded me of like. Uh, I think I, w- I watched that movie, um, the remake of uh, Jumanji, and there was a scene because everyone else is in, you know, they're in different bodies in it. I haven't seen it. Okay, well, there's like a big comedic scene where the two characters who have never kissed kissed anyone before kind of kiss, and they do that, but it's weird because it's The Rock and Karen Gillan, who's an actress, and they're like they're kissing but they're kissing like how the kids would have kissed and so it's like weird but they basically it's like this yeah but like i think that there was i don't remember the tongue situation but this reminded me of like i don't know how you get to this point but these kids have only pecked before and then they're laying down in bed and then they stick out their tongues and they're like i I think this is how you french kiss and then they (laughs) you know like they stick out their tongues and wiggle them around it's disgusting yeah they'll figure it out but it just makes you think what they're up to. What the Rock's up to? No, what Cardi B and Offset are up to. They might still, like, uh, think um, you know, lovemaking is just rubbing up against each other or something. I don't know. Well, they made a kid. I guess anyone can make a kid, yeah. We could make kids. Do you think? Never mind. Not to. Do I think what? Never mind. We can't make kids. No, not. Why did you put that? Why did you put that out there? <laughs> what that you and I could make kids together? Well, isn't that what you said? No, I said independently we're capable of making yeah, children. Okay, sure. Well, actually, who not knows? if you not if you take a bath five days in a row. Well, either of us could also be sterile. <laughs> that's a, that's a damn brown thing. So let's move on. Uh, Bill Belichick has his boat. Um, that is named after the amount of Super Bowl rings that he has. So he had in, uh, he had the painting updated. So now it says eight rings. V I I I. What's Kraft up to? Probably hanging out with Meek Mill. Their buds. <laughs> that whole thing, I kind of scoffed at that, and I never knew Meek Mill's music, but I thought that he was like a punchline. When I actually heard about the story of all that, that was pretty nuts. He he was very wrongfully in prison. Meek Mill. Yeah. No, it was actually messed up. But all these bit the owner of the this uh, the 76ers, Michael Rubin, Robert Kraft, they all got behind this guy because they were friends with him. And yeah, and then when he got off, he immediately went to a 76ers game. Yeah, and he was like kind of out of it because he had been in, in prison for a while and he rang the bell because they ring like a smaller Liberty Bell at the... Yeah. At the but does, that, does it have a crack? Does a Liberty Bell have a crack? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it, it that's seems That's like the for. whole thing. Yeah. Which is 
Obviously. Liberty, liberty, liberty. <laughs> liberty Mutual Insurance. Moker DT Radio brought to you by Frontier Ford and unofficially Liberty, 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 Liberty Mutual Insurance. Um, this is also sort of a moral dilemma, but I mean, not really, but I don't know if you saw this video. A uh, man sees, turns around at a soccer game. This was on TV. It happened to be on TV. Man turns around at a yeah. soccer game to see his best friend's fiance, fiance behind him with another man. Funny video. And she's just like looking away, you know, yeah, and, she's him. A, and then the dude, yeah, the dude was sort of laughing. She had her drink. I would have to tell the, the friend. You would have to tell the friend. He yeah. would, he would obviously found out because this was on national yeah. TV. Everyone knew what was happening. I, I want to stay woke on this, though. I'm skeptical because I saw the time on the soccer game. I don't remember what it was, but they were deep into this game. The stadium's going, the stadium's a buzz. And this guy never turned around and saw the people behind him and noticed his fiance. Like, it seems like it's not real just in that respect. That They were literally behind him. Well, let's assume it's real. And it didn't get on TV. Still, you'd have to tell the friend. Okay, yeah. Obviously, you'd tell the friend. Obviously. You'd have to, right? Unless it would hurt him. It would no, hurt, I'm kidding. It would hurt him way yeah. more to enter that marriage. Yeah, like, to have an no, unfaithful screw wife. that. Yeah. But still, sucks. What would you do if you saw your uh, your buddy out with a girl that's not his fiance? If so, let's say I go. Well, okay. Let's say we're not around here. Let's say I go to a restaurant in. Let's say I go to BJ's in Cupertino. Okay. And I walk in. You're engaged. Should mm-hmm. I say you or should I say like Casey? Let's say Casey. Casey. <laughs> we're together. We're together. We are not together. No, you and I are going to BJ's. No, you're you're going there alone. I'm going to BJ's alone. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna watch the game at the bar. I'm gonna sit at the bar. They got the four TV situation. Yeah, I ate at BJ's in Reno the other day. Um, side thought. Uh, so I see Casey and he's engaged. We got the bachelor party planned. <laughs> it's in Vegas. Parlay in Vegas, we was in attendance. We're going to get a villa at Caesars. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be the pot of the hangover. Verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be Alan? Yeah, I was going to say, how do we line up with the hangover? Um, so, I don't think we do uh, at all. I wouldn't want anyone to roofie my drink. No. Like Alan. But okay. So see, we see Casey. Yeah. I'd be pissed. I'm not... We talked about it on the show. The cheating thing is the one thing I, I don't get down with that. Mm-hmm. I'm I, not cool with that. This, yeah. is, this is not an okay thing to do to someone. Unless... Well, yeah, I don't know. He, you shouldn't... If it's like fiancé time, it's like, what are you doing? Especially him. He would have had to engage to the woman. Yeah. Casey's a dirtbag. <laughs> Casey sucks. How in about this? Hypothet- this? In this hypothetical... How about this? You met a girl. You asked her out. You've been on... Two dates, they've run. They went really well. Uh, nothing intense has happened. Can you go out with another woman the next weekend if you still like are interested in this first woman? Why would I? Keep your options open. I don't like people like that. Can is that is that cheating? If you've only gone on two dates and you go out with another woman. I, I think it's. It depends on if you've defined the terms of that relationship yet. Okay. Right? That's what matters. With a girl? After how many... If you asked her to be your girlfriend, and then you go out with another girl... Is that really how it happens? Can you be my girlfriend? I thought it was more natural than that. Well, okay. How do you define an anniversary? There's many anniversaries. You can have an anniversary of your first date. Your wedding. Um, okay, pre-wedding, how do you define the anniversary with a girl? I think it's when you make it official. Yeah, you make I, it official, but, well, basically asking... Do you do you explicitly ask her if, if you guys are dating? Is that what happens? I don't know. I think you'd ask to be... 
I think I think by the time you're asking someone to be the girlfriend, you're not worried that it's going to be a no. It's just like a proposal. Like you shouldn't. It shouldn't be a fifty fifty shot when you're proposing to a woman, right? No, it should be, be ninety five five. Yeah, you should have pretty good odds. Maybe even ninety eight two. Yeah, I would, I would hope. Right, your odds should be okay, especially if you're going to do it in Hawaii. <laughs> so. I think it's the same thing they asked you someone to be the girlfriend. It's like a symbolic thing. Yeah. Purely symbolic. Maybe Plutonic. Um, no, it'd be the opposite of Platonic. It'd be defining it as non-Platonic. Could involve money. No, uh, in other words. Platonic is just like yeah. a fr- is a non- oh, whatever. Okay. Um, so you, you're saying that there's a specific moment... A mutual agreement that you two are both dating. Yes. Okay. But you also just know it's like if if you think it's not going to go, if you're like not picking up on that, then I assume that that's when you'd be deciding to go out with another woman. But then it'd just be like weird if you had been like talking to two people simultaneously and were basically fifty fifty involved with either. <laughs> And then you, like, go on a first date with this woman after you had two first dates that went well. At that point, I'm saying I'm labeling you sociopath, which we love. We love that word. Or just, like, a dirt. Like, you're just not, like, a good – none of your relationships are going to go well. Um, let's hop back hop back to the uh, Casey uh, hypothetical. Yeah, I'm pissed at Casey if I see him out. I, I – Obviously, Casey, we're projecting with Casey. It, it isn't Casey, Casey. But I'm upset at this cheating Casey. I'm upset at cheating Casey. Uh, does Casey, um, what does he order at PJ's? <laughs> I walk up. He's eating a pan pizza. <laughs> but it's one slice left, and they've just brought out the pizookie. How old is Casey? 25. Does he have a beer? Yeah, and uh, like a, a just above five o'clock shadow. Like he's got a little bit of a stubble. He's wearing jeans. Uh, nice. He's wearing like those Cole Haan shoes or like a Sperry top cider. And he's got a uh, quarter zip on. Does he live with his girlfriend or with his fiance? That'd be like just particularly messed up then. Does he? Yeah. Oh, that's bad. I think that's how Casey rolls. Uh, I don't know if that's how Casey rolls. Yeah, I don't know if that's how Casey rolls either. But, well, cheating Casey. I don't know how cheating Casey rolls. <laughs> but I think if I saw him, I'd be like, dude, what the... Heck? You would confront him? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, what the heck are you doing? I'd embarrass him. And then he'd be like, oh, this is my colleague. Or, you know, like he would... That'd be, that's so Casey. <laughs> he would say something like that. He, you know, oh, We're talking about the meeting tomorrow. Yeah. I don't see any notes out. This is not fair to Casey. Yeah. This isn't who this Casey is. This is cheating Casey. This is not. This Casey isn't real cheating. Casey, though. No. Casey doesn't have any. Casey is a substitute name for it. Casey D-bag. does not want to hurt anyone. Okay. Final thing I got today is D&D, but not Dungeons and Dragons, but rather debate and discussion. The short rainy season, it's all obviously only like a few weeks, is upon us in the Bay. In the valley. Where do we stand on umbrellas? I don't do umbrellas. I'm cool with umbrellas. I know you're cool. I don't do it. You don't do it, but do you hate an umbrella guy? Depends on how rainy it is. If it's sprinkling or if it's light, moderate rain, yeah. If it's pouring, no. I might even wear an umbrella if it's pouring, but in... In general, I'm going to be anti-umbrella. If it's light rain and you didn't pack a jacket because you didn't anticipate it, but you have an umbrella, because that's usually what you do, that's why I like Why would you have an umbrella but not a jacket? Like, I always have an umbrella in my car. Like, I don't. Yeah, but I've got, I'm a little more prepared with my car in general than you are. And Benjamin is. He's got candy in my glove box. I don't think I like to think that. I got napkins, hand sanitizer. I got all that and more. I got a knife. I got rations for a week. (laughs) I've got an emergency blanket. I've got a tent. I have a a flashlight. And 
I have an emergency blanket. Do you carry jumper cables? I do carry jumper cables. You ever had to use them? No. You're lucky. My battery... Well, we, we push-started your car the other day. Mm. That was cool. Like a month ago. Yeah, the other day. Cheating, Casey, wouldn't help with that. You can do that in your car. No, you couldn't. It's because Jack drives a stick. And I have manual lights. So I guess the last thing we could hit up on is um, we're starting to take on... We, we This is not official campaigning, but... This in in the future and the coming weeks is going to become a little bit more of a medium that Jack and I, I think, are going to use to communicate. This is not a campaign. We're not campaigning on air. We're just announcing right now to our listeners that we are running. We're going to be. We're not advertising running. ourselves. No, don't don't just don't you. take this as hey, choose to vote for us. And I'm assuming you know not everyone goes to Bowman, but. We're going to be using this to talk a little bit about our platform, I think. But it's not campaigning. No, it's not campaigning. It's just this is what... This is what... We're just going to talk about it. Yeah. And if you care to listen, then you listen. Yeah. Simple as that. So, yeah, ASB Run, that's going to be interesting. And then next week, we've or no, next week we're going to be on break, but we're going to be back here on Thursday for In Front of Your Back. We're going to be back here on Thursday? The Wednesday. It's going to be Wait, released. over break? No, no, no. Tomorrow. Okay. We're going to record, and it's going to be out on Thursday in front of your back. After break, we're going to come out of the gate swinging. We're going to have um, an acoustic duo called Shh, Listen. Uh, they're going to be playing some songs in the studio. I like the whole, obviously, Jack and I trailblaze, but I'm now sort of getting local acts to play on the show. So that's Shh. Listen, uh, sh- listen is uh, you know going to be here Tuesday after break playing some fun songs, um, and obviously uh, today's episode was brought to you by Frontier Ford on Stevens Creek and at Santa the forefront Clara. of Ford at the forefront of Ford, along with you know of course uh, Moker Studios, Moker Drive Time, Moker Radio. Productions, Moker Productions. FFRAC uh, VC funding. Fossil Fuels Research and Awareness Club. Premier Green Club on campus. Yep. All right. Yeah, so um, this has been Moker DT Radio. It is 9.04 a.m. And thanks for stopping by.